It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. What is going everybody? The weakest part of the Heroes for Hire duo is back again. Just as a little bit of a, a little bit of a message before the episode begins. Um, originally we were going to release our Obi-Wan Kenobi episode 1 to 3 review this week. Um, that has now been pushed back slightly so I thought it might be fun. Just as a little bit of a, a little bit of a treat to give everyone a sneak peek as what goes on over on our Patreon. So over there we've got a whole host of movie reviews, series reviews, we've reviewed all of the Disney Plus series for Marvel. Um, and we do a movie every single month if you want to subscribe. But we've also recorded and reviewed all of the prequels. So this week I thought as a bit of a, as a, bit of a treat to everyone... We'll give you all a sneak peek to episode 3's review, which is Revenge of the Sith, which we only released, I think, in time for May 4th. So, enough of the jibber-jabber. Um, I will let you get on with the show. Please, Cutter of the future, play the episode. What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another very special episode of The Lazarus Pit here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how's it going? I'm very good, Connor. May the April 30th be with you. <laughs> Look, we realise that the timing might be off, but when you think about it, better now than the end of May, correct? 
Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could have a tie into the Kenobi series, but well, you know, whatever, whatever. Who cares? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're not that smart. <laughs> We're not that smart. We don't think that far ahead. But the hat did decide that we get to watch. I'm going to say it, Connor. The best Star Wars film today. Okay, right. So, if you've been a long time patron, you know we've done episode one. We've done episode two. Normally, they pop up every six to nine months. We do one. So, <laughs> as some kind of treat or punishment, we're not I sure. The last two have been punishments, especially the last one. But we are back. Episode three, everyone's favorite, came out in 2005. Sean, it, oh yeah, it did. It cost, and let me just check. I just, I checked this earlier on. Uh, it cost 113 million dollars to make. And it made $868 million back. In 2005 dollars? That's 2005 dollars. Man, that was that, that dollar was different then, so I assume a do- that's a billion dollar movie, Connor. That's a billion dollar reduce, I can only assume. But what, what was interesting about this, we all know the story of the prequels. Look. Yeah. In the other ones, the other ones we shall call them, <laughs> right? Um, George, he comes up with an idea. Somebody else says, George, that's a bit weird. Maybe we do it this way. We take that a bit idea, maybe change it around, maybe a sprinkle of this. George thinks, that's better. That's a better idea. It's true. But, but with the prequels, for the last three, it's been George says, I'm doing this. And the stats say, written by George Lucas, directed by George Lucas. <laughs> and all of the rest of the, the crew working on the f- production say, no, no, no. And George says, yes, yes, yes. And that, 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 that is law now, is what that is. And then they just like put their hands in their pockets and kick a rock. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Oh, <laughs> That's oh, not shit. the right way to do it. <laughs> there is actually, there is a fan-made edit of the prequels. Uh, it's on YouTube. You can watch the whole thing. And... It is five minutes of The Phantom Menace, about 15 of Attack of the Clones, and then the rest of the edit is basically just this entire film. <laughs> really? Okay, yeah. so that that is interesting. So I think it's probably best to get straight off. We've been getting a bit more loose with the reviews, maybe not so strict on the scene to scene, but maybe just general thoughts, Sean. What are your thoughts on episode three? You know what? I saw this in the cinema when it came out. And this is the movie that made me obsessed with Star Wars. So I might be a Same little bit... Same for Cutter Martin, by the way. It's, I don't know what it is, but I think we were just at the perfect age demographic where this was the coolest thing I had ever seen. Mm. And I wanted, I wanted to be every character in this because they're all... Every character in this movie is the best ca- version of those characters. Okay. In terms of like, they all do... They all just do cool shit all of the time. Uh, and I remember very, very vividly wanting the playset of uh, Mustafar, where the lava planet, where the, they're having the, the fight lava at the end. Planet. Uh, Sean, this is my thought. Lava Sorry. planet, please. Lava planet, <laughs> lava planet, very cool. Um, but I just this movie hit me in a way that I was just like, this is the coolest thing and I'm going to base my personality around this. For the next two or three years. And that's what I did. <laughs> Just all of a sudden small could fires. <laughs> I want to get a stream of them going. <laughs> but I want to, like, I have a funny feeling that you didn't like this movie then and you don't like it now. That is true. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, I don't know if I didn't like it. I think that might be a bit strong. I, I think 
I don't know. I was even watching it today and I just, I understand that people like this movie and especially people, Sean, like yourself, like yeah. friend of the pod, Connor Martin, who's one of the biggest Star Wars fans I know. They adore this movie because this is the first time that something's resembling good came out of these prequels. Um, what pod I racing, s- though. What about pod racing, Connor? <laughs> <laughs> now we're pod racing. But to me, I, I'm kind of, maybe I'm just being harsh, right? And also, I don't have the love of Star Wars that you guys have. I'm just like, this is like, the word I'm going to use is hollow, right? Oh, <laughs> right? really? Because I think there's a really, really good movie, a really cool Star Wars movie in this movie. But it's it's almost like it gets by because of the really cool ideas in it. But none yeah. of the really cool ideas are done to like a 10 out of 10 level. This might be an issue. I, I get where you're, I do get where you're coming from with that. And I think part of it is that going back to watch it today, I have, like, since I saw this movie, I have looked into all of the the breakdowns and the analysis <laughs> and, like, the Wikipedia articles about what the characters are thinking and doing. No and Wikipedia facts will be used today, Sean. You have no. to just do it off the movie. Oh, no. Oh, Wikipedia. <laughs> My one true love. Uh, no, but, like, I think I'm going in with all of that, like, oh, that's what this means and this is the internal conflict that he has that was explained yeah. in this one comic. Ah, I'm going in knowing all of that, so I have, like, extra enjoyment available to me. But if you're just watching this on the surface for what's presented in the movie, I do get where you where the word hollow comes can I Can it. I raise then the counter-argument to that, Sean, is that you are Boba Fetting this movie. Um, I describe a, you Boba Fett a movie mm. when you read all of the backstory and then you see what's on the screen and it's it's not great. But Jesus, that comic book tie-in. Fucking hell. That, <laughs> that analysis video that that fella made on YouTube in 2014. God, that really opened my eyes to this <laughs> That film. was real good. So, look, yeah, I can... It's one of those where I think this is the movie George Lucas wanted to make, right? He didn't give mm. a shit about the last two, to be honest, right? He just wanted to have the cool moment where Anakin turns bad. And it's all been leading to this. This is the movie that he wants to do. And you can see it on the screen, as you can see, say, or as you said earlier on, like, this is definitely the strongest of the three. Yeah. I think that the idea of seeing Anakin going bad and seeing all that stuff and him and Obi-Wan and that falling apart, really great ideas, really fucking cool, interesting ideas. And you have Anakin being like, maybe the Jedi aren't so good because the Jedi are idiots in this yeah. prequels. Like, maybe they're not so good. Maybe they're not so different. And then, like, even the coolness of Obi-Wan at the end going, only a Sith deals with absolutes, even though that's literally an absolute. That is an absolute, I, yeah. I but- love... <laughs> If, imagine if that idea, right? I don't think George Lucas, by the way, knew that was irony. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent on that. Right? I, no, it's to, it lines up too perfectly to to not be intentional. Yeah, and also but, I love even say at the end where you have the dueling fights between Yoda and Palpatine and yeah. Anakin and Obi Obi Wan. Great stuff, and also the dueling surgeries with Padme and Anakin and at the same time. I mean. Fucking excellent stuff. But I think those are like good ideas that they're like, that's a fucking great idea. But instead of doing it like to its fullest, we could have done all those good ideas 
and had great dialogue. We could have done all those good like, ideas mm. and had good background scenes, sets. We could have had a cool story around all that stuff. I, look, uh, the dialogue, that's, that's fair. George Lucas cannot write believable dialogue. Mm. Um, and no one called him on it. He in these constantly prequels. has to say exactly what somebody's thinking without, like, I mean, Vader shouting no is one of the funniest, most ridiculous things. <laughs> it might be, but he's he's in pain at that moment, Connor. <laughs> but you know what's worse? What makes it worse is like the tiny bit before that, where just before the mask comes onto his head, there's the slight bit of fear. In his face, that's a yeah. character moment. You're like, oh shit! Like he a really deep he, character. He doesn't want this. Like he's, it's not spoken. Very subtle shot. Very subtle. But like fuck, that's really deep. He's kind of scared. He doesn't know what's going to happen. No. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> I, but I don't know how you like. It's very hard for Darth Vader and the actor inside the suit to emote. Because but, yeah, but what about everybody does else not- who doesn't have a mask, John? <laughs> Uh, they have cute little one-liners that they get to do every so often. <laughs> this is, you know what? There's actually some funny bits in this. There um, is. I, I think there are some funny bits. My favourite bit of this movie is when Obi-Wan tries to kick General Grievous <laughs> and breaks his foot. <laughs> like, I think it, there's good bits in it. I just am like, the Jedi are morons. Like, they're just idiots. Can I say... The first 25 minutes of this movie are flawless. I think they're excellent, right? Yeah, I think the, the first space 25... Battle, the scale of it, the oh, little yeah. rescue mission that they're on, I By love the way, it all. The sound design on that first scene. Oh. Oh my God. I it's... was listening to it like, oh yes, Spice, we are going. Did you watch it with headphones? I did. Oh, it's so good in headphones, man. It's like you're in space. <laughs> well, maybe that's why the rest of the movie, once they get back... Because even the CGI in that space battle, like when they're in the room and the fight is going on and everything, you can even see in the background like all the fighting going on outside the window yeah. or whatever. But then when they get back to those awful blue screen sets at the, with fucking Mace Windu and all the, it's just so bad because I'm like, I can see what you could do with CGI in space. <laughs> you did a whole fight. You did a whole fight in space. But I like, I think that's because... We have no frame of reference, really, and we certainly did. Also, sorry, for 2005, the CGI is quite good. Um, but Not on the sets. No, but in space, it's unreal. Oh, yeah, oh, the space, excellent. Yeah, yeah. But the in space, I think we have no frame of reference for what that would look like and how mm. our characters would interact with it. Um, but, yeah, like the council chambers, the fucking Palpatine's office is a travesty of a just, set. It's not even a set. They literally just walk onto a big square and they're like, right, there's green screen around you. There's a desk over there. Go on, talk. You can see Samuel L. Jackson like, I hate this. I hate everything about this. I'm, but I think that's why Ewan McGregor does quite well in all of those scenes. And here's my thing, is that he did a lot of stage acting where you yeah. literally are making it up most of the time in your head. Do you know what? I don't know if I'm going to say something popular here, Sean, but I don't know if Obi-Wan comes across very well in this movie. He comes across better than he has. Because um, I, I, I feel like he... Well, he doesn't like Anakin in number two, definitely. No. In three, the bit I love about this movie, and they should have gone way more. This is the tiny thing what I'm talking about, where they, like, dip their toe. Like, Anakin and Obi-Wan should be fucking best friends. 
they should be they should be brothers they should be absolutely you should watch the Clone Wars animated series Sean Sean, we're not Boba Fetting this (laughs) sorry sorry it's quite a good portrayal of all the characters that we see in this film and look I'm sure there's loads of great portrayals right (laughs) but I mean you can't watch say I don't know Batman versus Superman and go well there's loads of great Batman comic books so that kind of all tie in I could easily say that shot but you we could. have to just go with what the movie is with so, what's presented to us and what we had available to us in 2005 there's of course. two absolutely lovely scenes with the two of these well especially even from the first scene with them going through everything but the yeah. two I really liked was when they come back and Obi-Wan's like you you saved me like you carried me through you saved the Emperor you are absolutely fantastic. Or the cha- what's he called? He's not the Emperor. Chancellor he's at this Chancellor. point. Chancellor. And he's like, you saved the Chancellor. You, you got me back. You did it all. I was unconscious. You you get the acclaim. Go for it. I'm like, that's a cool moment. And, yeah. um, and he's like, oh, you owe me one. He's like, oh, you owe me nine. But that one of the thing doesn't count because they're talking about interesting things we can't see, of course. <laughs> Little <laughs> Why adventures that, cool? that they went on. <laughs> Why are you showing you cool adventures? Watch um, the Clone Wars. All the adventures are in there. It's all I got to say. Is, no, but you know. Sean... <laughs> We're not doing this. Right? Obi-Wan falls in love. It's a heartfelt story oh, and he has to give her up because of the Jedi. And oh. The second scene is when he's like, you're great. Like, you, uh, when Obi-Wan's like, you are way more talented than me. Like, you are yeah. going to do great things. And it's a That's really the last time scene. they speak. Yeah. That's the last time they speak before he kills them. <laughs> and like, it's a really nice scene. And then this movie splits them up. And I'm like, why? The, have these together it would make the heartbreak of Anakin even more so if I, they're just it, it, but doesn't it doesn't it say a lot that like the second he was separated from Obi-Wan his okay. friend and brother and master he he completely lost his way because the rest I, of the Jedi had failed him so thoroughly I don't like that Obi-Wan doesn't back him ever in front of other people that is something I really, it really annoys me. That he's like, in private, he's like, ah, you're, me and you, we're brothers. And then he gets to the fucking council and they're like, you're a shit Anakin. And Obi-Wan's like, hmm, they probably well, have a point. Obi-Wan, though, like, he lost his master. He lost Qui-Gon. And he just had to kind of make do then with, like, all he had, like, to look up to was the Jedi Council. Yeah. And he didn't have his cool master Qui-Gon anymore. He just had this fuck of a yoke named Anakin that he had to look after. <laughs> but but that's why I, I either want it one way or the other. I, either he's he's not too pushed on Anakin or he's all in on Anakin. He's, yeah, he is ride or die most of the time. And then he occasionally... Like, he's like, ride no, or no, die, no, no. but then he's like, oh, no, the counsellor good. I'm like, you're, you're either with him or you're not. Like, either have him in every scene being a bit distant and being like, the counsellor, right, Anakin, you should stop. Um, yeah. but or, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I do get you. And, like, this movie is about the failings of the Jedi. Like, oh, that's, yeah. Like, they're so silly. <laughs> they're so silly. And, like, the only... Like, the two Jedi that survive are Obi-Wan and Yoda. And they're both the ones... Who admit later on, yeah, yeah, you know, we really, we fucked it that first time. They go, my bad. We'll figure it out. Um, I, 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 like, in the Kenobi series, I do, gen- I think this movie is going to get better after the Kenobi series comes out. Okay. Because you're going to have Kenobi realize where he went wrong. He's definitely going to talk to Liam Neeson at some point in this, in that series. Mm. Um, and he's going to be looking after Anakin's son as well. So he has a yeah. second chance. 
Yeah, and look, I think that's really great. I think they're really good ideas, Sean. That once again, <laughs> I'm, I'm all in on the ideas. I just, I, I, I want this to be like, let's fucking hit it out of the ballpark. But it's actually worse if it's a good idea, but they don't do it fully to like the coolest extent they could have done it, or like they go. It's it's easier in say the Clone Wars, but that's just a bad idea. Um, mm. Where it's just like, okay, that's fair enough. Like it just, it's all shit. There's. Padmin and he doesn't like sand go all in right it's bad we're just gonna forget this <laughs> right but I don't know um, I like the moment with them when she tells him that she's pregnant oh, it's a great scene I great like that scene, scene. it's nice um, it's, a, it's a nice moment between two people and I like the bit uh, yeah, the, why that scene I think really works is you're like oh how's he gonna react How's he going to react? How's he going? And he just like stops and she's like scared. He's like, this is the happiest moment of my life. And it's yeah. actually Hayden Christensen, a nice piece of acting. Yeah, the man can act when he wants to. Uh, <laughs> I love how Natalie Pomer in this is so shit and she won an Oscar like two years later. So. I know. But that's, but like, that's just how she's written. She's just written to be she, Oh, troubled. she's absolutely like, killed. Like she is, her character is, is nuked in this movie. Yeah, like, and it's, I don't know, does that have, like, does the pregnancy thing, does that have the same impact if we don't know that it's Luke and Leia that she's pregnant with? Um, no, because I, you don't care about those two, like, at all. No. Like, and also the scene on the balcony shot, I mean, it's an atrocious oh, scene. Oh, God, it's like, yeah. I'm so blind with love. And so am I. That's pretty <laughs> tough. That, that is pretty bad. That, that's a pro- that scene is as bad as sad, right? But it's oh, like, that's this movie's sand scene. Yeah, 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 that, yeah. That is, that is, that's it, thankfully, mercifully, it's only about 35 seconds long. So it doesn't actually matter. But I like that George is like, not enough scenes where they connect. So the betrayal at the end isn't good enough. Will we do a reshoot of 35 seconds of them on the balcony? But did you know about there's a scene later on that got cut? And the fact that he decided to leave that other scene in is ridiculous. Because you know the scene later, I'm skipping ahead a bit here, but it's when Obi-Wan is talking to Padme, being like Anakin's the father, isn't he? Uh, It's that scene, there's a whole bit of dialogue where Obi-Wan's like, I knew, I've known the whole time, but it makes Anakin happy, so we both don't talk about it. I mean... Like, that was cut. That was cut from this movie. My hands are on my head, Sean. I mean, just logically, why would you not leave that in? That's a character building. They're brothers. He's just... They're brothers. He he likes them. Yeah, and it also goes to show that Obi-Wan will disobey the council sometimes. Yes. He's different from them. That I, I think I spent this whole movie, like, what did the shake Obi-Wan? To be like, you're the good one. <laughs> why are you letting this happen? Like, yeah. just... But I suppose he needs to fall for the for him to come back as Anakin. <laughs> That's what he needs to do. That's the thing. They need there needs to be hatred between him and Vader at the end, because otherwise, a new hope doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, I, it, yeah, I think. I think this is one of those moves where I'm like, I know it has to happen, but at the same time, I'm like, you and I love you so much. Come on, you need to... You need Give to- me a separate timeline where Obi-Wan <laughs> is just looking after Anakin the whole time. And like when they're like, oh, we're not going to make you a master. And Anakin's like, that's ridiculous. Obi-Wan should be like, he's done enough. He, yeah. He's had my back he's, on so many missions. He's more than proved himself. But yeah. a lot of the council's issue with Anakin is that he's close to the Chancellor and they don't trust him. But if Obi-Wan backs him as well, yeah. and he's just like, no, I, I, he, I've got his back too. 
wouldn't it be wouldn't it be a big character moment for Obi Wan in later films if he was training Luke to take down the Emperor, who he through supporting Anakin had gotten into power in many yes. ways. So, and I think it makes the betrayal even more so if Obi Wan is like helping him, like. Come on, you're you're a master now. Me and you, we're gonna be yeah. we're gonna be together. Like we're, you're the best. As like once he becomes a master, you could even have Obi Wan. I mean, this has probably been written, rewritten by people who love Star Wars a lot more than I do. So <laughs> don't maybe base any of don't put any emphasis on this viewpoint. But like Obi Wan is like you're a master now, and because we're equals. I was going to go on that mission to try and infiltrate a Palpatine, but I think you're the perfect one. I think you're going yeah. to do this. This is your first big master mission. And you're, this is, nobody's with you. You've got no teammates. You're by yourself. And what you could do is that, like, Anakin reaches the rank of master. Everything he's ever wanted, right? And then he fails on the mission. Yeah. And so he needs more power. And where yeah. is he? You can still do the fall, but you do it from a place that Obi-Wan had been backing him the whole way and then Obi was like still... I, I literally did nothing like I was helping What? what's the point of this yeah um, and I yeah I, I just feel like it's like a missed opportunity once again I, I think really great like so good that they would do that but just ah, uh, yeah as you were talking about just the first scene I wanted to get into that first 25 minutes because I think originally that was meant to be the first hour of the wow. movie um, it was just going to be that scene. You can kind of see it. There's some cuts in between. Um, yeah. Originally, there was a cut of four hours long of this movie. The first hour just being that of the of them infiltrate. I think it's a great start just in terms of movie starts. You hear that sound design of the ships. And I was like, oh, that's good. That's like you just yeah. perk up. You're like, this is Star Wars. OK, we're in. Um, yeah, and you're straight into it, and it's an adventure, and it's fun, and it's like kind of scary as well. But then you're introduced to Anakin, and he's not like the little awkward kid that he was in Attack of the Clones. He's like a more confident, like he's a soldier now, basically. Mm. Yeah, I, I love the scar, by the way, on his eye. Yeah, I'm. Oh, actually, I was gonna make the point of uh, I really dislike the opening crawl. I think it's. Uh, war my, my, my <laughs> war but then my favourite bit is <laughs> George Lucas both sides <laughs> the yeah. dark side and the light side <laughs> he's like well on one side we do have Nazis but on the other side George Lucas becomes like news <laughs> like, <laughs> in the news now <laughs> well look on this side we have to be impartial that, you know <laughs> <laughs> well lately we have Linda who wants to save the rainforest and on the other side Susan who wants to kill everyone everyone so i mean let's give both, both of them equal airtime please <laughs> um, he's like there's there's evil on both sides and i was like is there is is there not more evil on the there's a larger collection of evil on the dark side i would, I, I would say. say i would say they probably have the majority of the evil um yeah how many evils are there on the light side anakin but he's gonna go to the dark side mace windu literally taps into the dark side to use his own lightsaber fighting style it's That's called true. the pad. Oh, it's good stuff. entirely fucked that he <laughs> just fucking hates Anakin because he gets angry sometimes. <laughs> yeah, Maze Windu's a fucking idiot in this. If that yeah. was played by anyone other than Samuel L. Jackson, I think we'd hate him. Oh, absolutely. We would. He would be the worst. He'd be the Jar Jar Binks of this yes, movie. isn't that so bad? But it's because it's Sam Jackson. You're just like, okay, look. It's he's like, got oh, some he's doing his thing. Yeah. He's got a plan here. Um, yeah, Obi-Wan and Anakin going into that ship. 
I really like that Anakin straight away is like, I'm going to save that guy. Obi-Wan's like, no, stick to the mission. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Anakin is clearly, George Lucas, shout out, clearly shown to be a better pilot, much better than Obi-Wan. Without saying it, nobody mentions, wow, Anakin's such a good it. pilot. <laughs> But but and that's something that Alec Guinness told us that he was the best pilot in all the galaxy, and now we finally get to see it. Did you also have the bit where he's shooting like all the little droids off his ship, and it's just like this is a terrible idea, Anakin. Yeah, but it's it's definitely made for the tie-in video game, where it's just like pew pew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was the tie-in video game to this? No, Star Wars Battlefront. Was that Star Wars Battlefront 2? No, Star Wars Battlefront was Battlefront 2 was just a it was just a Star Wars game. I think that was set in like a New Hope kind of time. It came out around was, this time though, because this came out in 05. It did. It did. No, the tie-in game for this um was like a kind of an action platformer type thing, but it had the actual scenes from the film were the cutscenes. What? So you would play along in the game and then you would get a cutscene of like a three minute scene from the film and then you keep playing and then you get more of it. I, I just remember the Phantom Menace video game. I remember that one, was of quality. The, one of the lads got that for Christmas. I remember one year and we played the shit out of that first mission. I always just think of going through the vents at the end of that first yeah. mission um, just over and over again. But um, I had, for this game, I had the, the plug and play TV like gamepad thing. Do you remember <laughs> so those? Good. And you, 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 there was essentially Pong, but it was a lightsaber that you were moving. Uh, oh, yeah. And there I was. Play? Is that? Yeah, something like that. And uh, they had, you, you, there was a game where you got to run around on the big lizard that Obi Wan runs around on and you chase General Grievous. It, it was class. <laughs> that scene goes on, by the way, way too long. Like it's at least 10 minutes too long, that scene. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> yes. But Grievous is fucking cool, though, right? When Grievous, sorry, the first yeah, when we meet Grievous on the ship and he's coughing. Um, yeah. Now the backstory I know of that is that Mace Windu crushes him in uh, the series, and so yeah, that's he crushes he, his lungs. <laughs> and which I mean, he's a robot. We're not going to get into that, but yeah, um, he he has a cough in this, which I think I like that character design. That it's like, oh, he's just like a weird broken down robot and that the, when he pulls out the four lightsabers you're like oh shit yeah and I think that Mace Windu crushing him thing I think that was retconned I think now he replaced all of his parts with cybernetics oh. to kind of keep up and fight Jedi okay fair enough um, the the main uh, thing of this whole intro is just like you're trying to build up Obi-Wan and, and Anakin their relationship do they get on they work together even in the fight scene they don't even say anything they're like they're back to back the whole yeah. way right? they have each other's backs constantly um, there's the problem is right that the script I just feel like everything's done in a sound boot like it just I don't connect with they're like connected I'm like I want to feel like that brothership like between them but it, there are a few clunky lines that just take me over no, there are. And I, genuinely, if the dialogue between characters was better, I think you would like this film a lot, yeah, lot more. Yeah, I, I think so. It, it sounds like they're like in a pantomime and they're explaining to the audience what's going on and what they're about to do. Yeah. And and that's why I feel this way is because I want to like them. That, because that makes the betrayal even better if they yeah. get on so well and they're brothers. And like Me and my they, brother used to play Star Wars together and be Anakin and Obi-Wan. That's what we used to do. Who was Anakin? I think I was Anakin. Yeah, that, tr- that tracks. That, that yeah. tracks, doesn't it? Yeah. 
bastard. <laughs> what are we going to do? It's just him kicking the shit out of me with a lightsaber. <laughs> and you kicking the shit out of an orphan. Yeah, it's a fair fight. And him going, stop. Yeah, that's um, something we have to reconcile with in this movie, but I'm sure we'll get to that later. Look, we'll get to it. Um, yeah, the bit with Dooku. How do you feel about that fight scene? Much better than the end of episode two. Yeah, it's less um, rubbery. Um, mm. It was just nice to see Christopher Lee pop up again, I think. Yeah. Um, I like the... I, li- I like the interactions between Dooku and Anakin. I like how Anakin fucking hates Dooku in this movie. Because he embarrassed him, like, completely. He embarrassed him, took his hand, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. And how willing he is to kill him. Like, um, I know he feels bad about it, but he cuts that man's head off. What I don't like, well, this just goes back to one small line that made me just laugh with how, like, George White is the, the Chancellor. He's sitting in the chair and, and uh, Andrew's like, do it kill him all fine hammer it up I'm not against any of that yeah. stuff Ian McDermott it's, killing it in this movie yeah, I mean I'm not going to go against McDermott like I'm not that crazy but the <laughs> bit that made me laugh was when he went remember what you told me about your mother and the sand planet and I was like previously on Star Wars <laughs> thanks George <laughs> thanks George for that in just in case anyone forgot that he massacred a whole group that's, of people but that's not just a Star Wars thing that's like any movie where they're like do you remember when me and you were best friends from the age of five do you remember that that I would say that out loud don't you remember when Davy Jones locked his heart in that chest (laughs) you don't better exposition (laughs) Um, so when Anakin kills him I, I like the idea that like Anakin is conflicted because it makes sense he's all he has is the Jedi order and the Jedi rules and all this and then the Chancellor's like kill him do it kill him and he's like and even when he he kills him like he's like I shouldn't have done that like that was the wrong thing to do but the Chancellor's meant to be good and he's like nah you're alright man you're, you're all good don't worry about it yeah I don't know how anyone picks up on the fact that the Chancellor is not evil because <laughs> he so. he's just villain monologuing the whole time he talks to people it just goes back to the Jedi being morons like yeah that they can't pick up on it like Yoda and Mace Windu spend all these years going oh, I feel something in the force it's there's darkness somewhere I can't imagine and like Palpatine's like walking behind them <laughs> like yeah. in the hallways like I just can't feel it it's Anakin yeah because when they pick Anakin to like spy on the Chancellor later like they don't suspect him of being a Sith they just no, they don't just, like the power he has no they just think he's a dirty politician which he clearly also is because yeah. Obi-Wan says He's after staying way longer than any other Chancellor we've ever had. His term ended and he changed the rules. That is weird, Anakin. (laughs) That should not be allowed. And Anakin's like, I think he's a good guy. (laughs) He seems pretty nice to me. He was letting me chopping people's heads off. He was was saying that was cool. Saying class, go for it, boy. <laughs> Big thumbs up. Nice. <laughs> um, you also did have the bit where the the ship crashes to Earth after a sm- very small bit. I liked um, when they walk into Grievous's Grievous's like main part of the ship, and um, they get ki- captured, but they don't get kept. There's never any threat or yeah. anything. Any mobs are like other oh, in trouble. Um, maybe that's what I don't like that there's, there's no never, stakes in this there's never a moment where I'm like oh they're actually going to get her here because they never react like something terrible is happening it's always just like quips constantly 
But I think we know they're going to survive anyway because we've seen the rest of the films. Oh no, I and that's completely fine. I, I mean, I'm not forgetting those bits, but I would li- at least like if they're about to die in that r- present moment. You would go, oh, jeez, I'm in trouble here. <laughs> Rather than going, ha I have all of this under control. <laughs> I am going to take this cool as a cucumber. Like, can I just make the point of, Obi-Wan hasn't seen the rest of the movies, so he doesn't know that he's appearing in them. That is true, but can I raise the counterpoint <laughs> that it's really fun to watch, Connor? <laughs> true <laughs> absolutely um, but yeah Ob- when Obi-Wan is fighting uh, the guy with the the shock the big shock staff the shock what droid name? dude yeah. I don't know what his name is first of all sound design on those are absolutely amazing like yeah. just I don't know what it is just like the whirring as a, as a twirls perfect but there's the small moment where he chops off his head and Hugh McGregor does it perfectly where he does the moment where he walks off like all cocky like the cocky yeah. walk off like, like yeah I it. just did yeah. that and he's like he's just like waving his lightsaber and then the guy just like comes back up with no head and just starts swinging he's like oh fuck he's still there okay cool and there's just the moment like okay let's go again <laughs> okay round two here we go me and you <laughs> The, I like those droids like those droids have never shown up again as far as I know but no. I really like them they're cool designs yeah um, so eventually they, they somehow land that ship in the one part of the city on the whole planet that he's, they live in which is pretty cool like an airstrip kind of a thing but he's the yeah. best pilot in the galaxy Connor. I mean he's one of these moonfall levels of pilotry to, to get that down he, he he wants to be Patrick, whatever that man's last name is. Wilson. Wilson. He wants to be Patrick Wilson to get that down. <laughs> but my favourite is they landed in the... In, like, they start off in space. Do you know how hard, right? So say you're, you live in New York, okay? Right. You're in space. Forget about it. Sorry. Okay, very good. <laughs> but you're in space and you have to land a spaceship. What are the odds you land in New York <laughs> airport? <laughs> Uh, I, well, could I land it in the Hudson like Sully did? Would that be um, acceptable? I'm, yeah, okay, I'll take... The Hudson's even smaller. So yeah, I would take you land that ship in the Hudson. Actually, I would take you landing it in New York City. <laughs> anywhere within the boundary. <laughs> I could do it. I reckon I, if I was the best pilot in the galaxy, I reckon I'd get you within 10 I, or 15 metres. I... <laughs> Not miles, meters. No, meters. <laughs> like when he lands in the same city, I was just like, I was just laughing. I was like, of what? Like, surely you just land them in the ocean and then have them just transferred back to the city. That's not that big a deal, George. I don't think there is that much ocean on Coruscant. I think it's a big, like, mega city planet kind of a thing. Uh, that's the game. You don't he, care. He, he lands <laughs> in the city no matter, matter where he lands. Everywhere is the city, and then they just fly him to his so, house. So they go up to the battle, okay? Yeah. Um, and say five hours pass planet is twirling by the time they get back down to where they left that's not that's no longer like their city but at the same time they just guessed no but he piloted the ship <laughs> because I don't know why that could, I can't I stress know. this enough <laughs> he's the best pilot in the galaxy I don't know why I got caught so up with so up with that but I was just like there's no fucking way that's the same city is there? and the next scene is them going ah yes back <laughs> Lad, they're also like monks with light swords. Yeah, that's fair enough. No, that's another well-made point. Um, <laughs> so then they go, shoo, shoo. <laughs> um, then we have Anakin and Padme. She's pregnant. It's all fantastic. He's very delayed. It's a lovely scene. Um, lovely scene. 
Jimmy Smith is there, we're all delighted about it. Um, if he could be available at every pregnancy announcement, <laughs> I think I'd be a happy man. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> Girlfriend's very confused. <laughs> Quite frankly, she's upset, but Jimmy Smith has to be a part of the whole thing. I have to get on cameo. <laughs> Don't announce anything to your family yet. <laughs> And, and I want you to introduce yourself and say, hey, guys, it's Jimmy Schmitz here. Um, what do you think about the dreams and Anakin being all sad about them? I, it's, it's a way to get him to turn to the dark side, isn't it? Because mm. they've always said he's had dreams, like from Phantom Menace, uh, Attack of the Clones. Dreams are mentioned. It's why he goes and kills all those sand people to save his mother. But he never has dreams again, really, in the rest of the Star Wars films. He really only has dreams when he needs to move a major plot point across. That is true. I also don't like how he doesn't tell Obi-Wan about these... Like, so annoying. Uh, 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 yeah, like he goes to Yoda and is like, oh, I have dreams about and once again, Yoda, people. fucking idiot. Don't Yoda. have attachments. Attachments are bad. You're going to die and be evil and be like a Hitler if you have attachments, okay? So... No, you, you feel sad because you like things and that's your fault. The Jedi Council are a bunch of gaslighters, I think. <laughs> They're just the fucking idiots. They're like, just the worst. Like, that, he did the right thing. Like, Anakin is just like, oh man, I'm seeing these really... F- like, I'm seeing my wife die every night in dreams. I'm going to go to the smartest Jedi I know. And he goes, he's like, ah, you're a fucking idiot for having those dreams. You're probably evil, aren't you? You're probably but evil. He but he can't even tell Yoda that he's married because Yoda would be like, oh, that's, you're going to be evil. What have you done, Anakin? <laughs> what do you mean you like someone? Like, oh, like, we'll just, like? <laughs> well, just get a divorce. I mean, it's not like you're pregnant. What? <laughs> Jimmy Smith, what are you doing here? <laughs> I'm sorry, it counts as an announcement, so I have to be here. <laughs> um, yeah, once again, it's just like they're constantly just failing Anakin repeatedly. That's true. Counterpoint, can I say, Anakin's mm. robot hand looks real cool. And Yoda looks real cool. Yoda looks class in this movie. Yeah, CGI and Yoda's excellent. Um, it's better than weird puppet Yoda any day, fight me. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I, I think the, the bit when he's on the ship with Obi-Wan and Mace Windu and like... You get, he puts his like head on his hands oh, yeah, or his yeah, hands yeah. on his head not that his head on his hands well but, technically uh, well, whatever and he like rubs about his head and like it's just the that one small yes one small moment I was like that's great that's just really small a really good attention to detail That that's why you were like the actually the backgrounds in this are literally what the MCU does every movie so the green screens <laughs> Like, yeah. that's, that's what I mean. But this is like 2005 version of that. So they haven't perfected it. George Lucas brought this idea in. We don't need to build a set if we just Be a lot build it in a computer. To just... Yeah. And then the Mandalorian now just has massive screens with a background on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, we move on to, I think I'm going to move on to the scene that I really like. And that's Anakin oh. going to the theatre, Sean, to see some bubbles. Oh, this happened way earlier in the movie than I remember it happening, by the way. Yeah. Like, it just kind of, I thought this was like near the climax, but it's just like, ah, now they go to the theatre together. Uh, Tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise, Kyle. Uh, Yeah, and look, I think Ian McDermott killing it here. Like, he's, it's hammed up to the absolute max, but it's a good scene. It is, but he knows exactly what kind of a movie he's in. 
Yeah. Uh, and he's playing into that. And I think that's why he works, I think, the most out of any character. Because mm. he, he he exists in kind of this schlocky villain world. And that's the world that George Lucas wants Star Wars to be. And so that's the character who's written perfectly for the universe. But everyone else are like treated kind of like normal people but they have to exist in the same universe. But, but they're also treated like normal, boring people. <laughs> like, that is true. Like, well, most people are boring. I th- that, okay, yeah, but why are we doing a movie then? It's going to follow the boring people. Why would we do a movie? Like, movies objectively are not needed for survival, <laughs> like, Connor. I think a villain is really good, but if you have a cool, charismatic heroes fighting it, instead of maybe the ones you- who are... You didn't hear you know. the quips? You didn't hear the quips that our heroes were making? <laughs> I think George equates quips to personality. I think he's Does like... Does George well, have quipping. a big hand in like the early days of the MCU? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, if they're quipping, they clearly are fun and personality. People are going to like them. And I'm like, yeah, but they spend the rest of the time being like, don't like anything. Don't have attachments. I'm terrified of liking anything. I can't like anything. Oh my God, they're going to kick me out of Jedi Order. Oh no. Bunch of incels. <laughs> They're just are a the, bunch of cyboys. Are the Jedi Order... No, well, well, they might be cyboys, but cyboys would like women, and the Jedi Order generally Yeah, I don't get like bad women. vibes from them. I'll be honest yeah. with you. Uh, yeah, they, they're a bad crew, I want to <laughs> say. There's you know a few good eggs, like Plo Koon. He's all I, right. I have to be honest, the vibe I get from the Jedi Order in all these prequels is that you'd be nice, nicer if you smiled more. Um, they're the nice yeah. guys. I, I just want to... They are, because they think they're great and doing great work, but they're fucking everything up for everyone else. (laughs) And I think Hayden Christensen plays Anakin like he's a bit whingy or whatever, but he's the only one that's like, lads, this is, we're not actually that great. Like, we actually are kind of fucked, aren't we? They're like, what are you talking about? We're perfect. (laughs) The fact (laughs) that like in the first movie, they're like, oh no, he's too old. He's too old to be fucking indoctrinated into this weird little (laughs) cult you've got going on. (laughs) I think that's the best reason why they're just like they're the nice guys like they're just you know what I mean they're just trying their best and they haven't harmed anyone except for anyone who's not them um, yeah and we'll just look the, can I and look delving into the expanded universe a bit Connor here we go uh, I think that no, no I, I've I've only read highlights and snippets of the book but there's a book all about Palpatine and Darth Sidious right and uh, I believe that in this scene at the opera, Palpatine has just killed Darth Sidious, like what? the night before. I might be wrong. Star Wars fans, correct me, but I I genuinely do think that uh, Darth Sidious was killed shortly before that opera performance because Palpatine was like, "Oh, Anakin's nearly ready, so I'm gonna kill my master so I can be his master." What? Look, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't Dooku, like, he was Anakin before Anakin. So, I thought Dooku was his... Um, he never intended for Dooku to be his successor, because Dooku is, like, 70 years old. And he, and he, okay, that's fair enough. He's Christopher so he's just, Yeah, he's just using him as a tool, basically. Right. So, that is mad that he killed... So then where's the other guy <laughs> for the whole time? He's just in the background. He's just he's just doing weird banker shit in the background. I, I, I don't know if that makes it better or worse. I I like the idea that he kills him years ago. But then what's he been like? What's Palpatine been at? He's just been taking all these weird little side apprentices for no, no he's reason. He's been waiting for Anakin. 
because it's like he's like Anakin's the big prize because it's like he's the one that's going to bring balance to the force. Okay, that that'd be the bit what I want. That's the one. But I think he had to wait until he was sure that he'd fall from the Jedi. Okay. Before he made his move. Do you like it better or worse if he kills Darth Plagueis? I like the the idea that he kills Darth Plagueis four hours before he goes to meet Anakin. And then they go and sit down in the opera and he fucking brags about it to his face. (laughs) Um, What are they watching, by the way? A weird jellyfish opera thing. Also, do you know the way he was saying that uh, Darth Plagueis started messing around with the Force to use it to influence life and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Their experiments in the Force got Anakin's mother pregnant with Anakin. What? That's a canon thing that happened. They were fucking around with midichlorians and uh, like trying to use the Force to create life. And it did, but the Force was like, fuck you, I'm going to make it the chosen one to bring balance to the Force. And... They got uh, Anakin's mother pregnant that way. That's how that happened in canon. Wow. That's... Don't know what to do with that information, but that's up there. <laughs> I don't have that's... a driver's license. <laughs> that's, that's something... That's one of those where I'm like, well, now I've learned that. That's... Yeah. Well, we've yeah. all learned that. We don't have to dwell on that fact. No. I just wanted to say it to the group. <laughs> you wanted to share in the pain that you know that and now we know that. Yeah, so technically, what's fucked is that uh, Palpatine is the reason that Anakin was born. Palpatine's Uh, his dad. Yeah, and Palpatine's also Rey's grandfather. Yeah, he's he's fucking like, he is. He is getting around. He's getting around that lad. So, look, I don't know what that means for Rey Skywalker. It's all a bit confusing. Do you think Palpatine's son at this point is created, or do you think he creates uh, the son... Hang on, I'm trying to think. Well, the son he... is a clone of Palpatine that he was going to inhabit it should he die, but it was a fucked up clone. Okay, I'm going to stop you right here. Yeah. You've... That's, that's, no. <laughs> that's, that, that's what it is. That's what those films are about. I know that's what it is, but I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> that's another one of those. Keep that fact to yourself, please. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm very sorry. Ray should be Palpatine's granddaughter. I just think it makes the most sense. I just feel like... It's a much cooler idea for her character. I know this isn't an episode 9 review, but I think it's much cooler for her character if her parents were somebody. That's all I'm saying. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, like, And everything we set up beforehand, just throw it all out. Also, the fact that like this song that plays in this opera in episode 3 when they're talking about Darth Plagueis plays when they introduce Snoke in yeah. The Force Awakens. It's the same fucking song. And it's, it's just Palpatine, it turns out. It's just Palpatine. <laughs> Ian McDermott once again gets around not only in the dating scene but just in plot he gets around just as a villain he just he's just around just on royalties I think that man like that man has been in every Star Wars movie I think they just they they cracked Ian McDermott and they were just like look we've nailed the first time round why change it like this yeah. is it let's just make the same movie again and again do you think, do you think Ian's like just beside George constantly just elbowing him like do you need me do you need a little me, laugh? A little do you want me to hop in? <laughs> Give me 10 minutes on set. You tell me if you like it or not, and we'll see what happens. I'm just going to wing some dialogue, and you tell me what you feel, okay? Hey, um, George, George, do it. <laughs> see? See what I did there? <laughs> remember what you told me about your mother on that sand planet? Do you not remember that? Um, I really like that he knows Anakin's 
like massive insecurity that is like Anakin's like I'm gonna lose the person I love and yeah. they're gonna die so he's like playing on that immediately it makes perfect sense as two characters you would be like obviously he's the most powerful Jedi if I can get him onto my side that's cool okay well what can they not give him what's his greatest fear oh I can give him I can help him solve that problem yeah and he knows that it's a Padme that he loves uh, yeah. the Chancellor is aware of that and he's like that's fine that's fine to be in love it's a great thing yeah. We have to, we have to save her. There has to be a way. The Jedi won't tell you the way, but I know there is a way out there. I know a lad. I know a lad who knew a lad that did did figure it out. Like, and I know the way, but I I'm sworn to secrecy because I don't really want to tell you right now. But I mean, yeah. it's there if you need it. Just if if you want, just ring me. Just give me a ring back. But you'll probably have to betray the Jedi Order. But you know it yourself. I do. I do indeed. Uh, <laughs> And then, what's the next scene then after this? Because after this, the movie we, starts we blurring the, together until Lava Planet. Well, we see the Wookiees um, first. We do. Um, they go to the Wookiee planet for some unknown reason of just a callback. They, they, they go to Kashyyyk, Connor, please. Okay, but at the same time, Sean, why is it here? Because <laughs> uh, Yoda knew Chewbacca, but that never comes up again. <laughs> it's just there. Just for, for the sake of it, I guess. I, I suppose, yeah, I think... I do like the idea that they split all the Jedi so that you have the multiple different scenes for uh, Order 66. I, I like that idea that there's different locations. You see all the different ways that they all die. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I, suppose, I like the idea... Yeah, send fucking Yoda to, to Kashyyyk. Why not? Introduce yeah. Chewbacca. Just put him somewhere else. Uh, that scene of all the Jedis dying, by the way, that's rough. That Ooh, is just it's really monstrous. good. Really it's really well good. done. <laughs> a really great shot that George threw in there is the feet when it goes down to the stormtroopers and their shoes or their their boots, and you just yeah. see them stop or the clothes. Yeah, and when and the Order sixty six is activated. Yeah, and you just the Jedi just turns around and is like, "What are y'all stopping for?" And they all just raise their machine guns and just absolutely annihilate them. Oh, man. oh it hurts! It hurts every time. <laughs> Um, I, we forgot Anakin and Padme are, this is like the last one where I, this is the only time where they seem like a slight bit of a couple because Padme's like you're really stressed like what are you stressed about and Anakin's like I'm just having really bad dreams or whatever she's like not as bad's gonna happen don't worry like I'm absolutely fine um, yeah and it's that's some self-fulfilling prophecy that's gonna and, backfire you know horribly it, I seen this scene I was like this is the first scene ever between these two people where I'm like they're reacting like normal human beings <laughs> <laughs> who love each other and want each other to be okay because he's like I've been having really weird dreams where you just keep dying and like I don't like that and she's like yeah that's pretty fucked but like we can discuss that together like that's absolutely fine like you can tell me instead yeah. of just keeping it bottled up and he's like you know what I can I'm now happier <laughs> I'd like I, I, there should be more of that stuff of just them interacting because like he loves her so much that he tells her everything there's yeah. no reason to keep the dreams and things from her maybe that's it maybe it's like I know that he loves Padme because well Jesus he fucking says that well I'm so happy in love that's true <laughs> but like not in like that way I'm saying we maybe have a scene where they just act like a couple you see that Anakin's really happy with Padme and he's really happy with Obi-Wan and they get on really well and then you'd have to tell us how he feels 
Because we just like He's sad He's confused He's conflicted about lots of things But when he's with those two people For two different reasons He's just more at home He's more at ease It's like these two people get me And then you have this Like boy who lost his family At a young age He has now found his new family Yes But why don't But I think George realises he has to hit The fast forward button so, mm. because we've gotten to three and he's still not Darth Vader or he doesn't look like he's going to be Darth Vader until like an hour left of this movie. So, you're like, right, let's skip all the character building. Let's get straight to him going evil. Yeah, straight into the fall to the dark side, which is yeah. the majority of the rest of the film. Um, what are your thoughts on Grievous fighting Obi-Wan? Hello there. Hello there. Look, it's a classic meme. I, I will forever be grateful <laughs> we, for that. We have meme. to rank. I think we like have to rate the movie on movie based quality, not on meme based, which is tough right. for the prequels. It is. It is quite tough. I do, I like the Grievous fight. You know, like I like the four lightsabers, like the spinning, just walking towards him, cutting the floor up. I like, like the that, the guards walking towards him and him like looking to fight them, and then he just brings down the thing on top of all their heads. Yeah, because that's what Obi Wan would do. Because he, yeah. he at his core, he's a sassy piece of shit. So he would just do the the bullshit way of winning the fight. I like. I think Grievous. Like I know about Grievous because I of the stuff I've read mm. and watched outside of this. Yes. In the movie, it's just like, oh, he's bad. He's definitely bad. Yeah. What's he about though? Why does he have all those lightsabers? Who is he? What's, like, what's his deal? Why? Yeah. Why do we care? Why do we care about Grievous? Like he's just like, a, to me, having not seen any of the other things or reading anything else, he's just a robot who has four lightsabers, and he just yeah is there. That's the thing, but like he's he hunts Jedi's. Wouldn't it be great in this film that is largely about the failings of the Jedi Order? Like he hunts Jedi's because like Jedi's I think took like his family from him or something, mm. uh, and so he hunts Jedi's to be like okay. I'm going to get my own back. Wouldn't it be interesting to see someone's mindset of why the Jedi are not good people and don't help? You could have the moment where Obi-Wan's like, you're a bad, you're a bad fucking dude, man. And he's just like, you do realise, like, you killed my family. Yeah. And Obi-Wan then has to wrestle with that. He's like, oh shit, like the Jedi Order did this. And then you have to argue the greater good, which is like the worst argument exactly. to someone whose family has been killed. Now that's all very interesting, Sean, but we'll do it in a comic book. Or maybe like a sideshow, just some. I don't want that in the movie, right? We've only got forty five minutes left, and we gotta get fucking straight through to Anakin. <laughs> we we gotta fast forward this shit. So they have a big chase. It's lizard versus big wheel. Uh, like it's it's a CGI mess. It's it's absolutely. You know what the word I would use is it's fine. It happens. Um, at the yeah. end of it, he's like, ah, oh, what, what does he say about the gun? Um, so uncivilized. So uncivilized. He throws away the gun. He, he uses that to kill him. That's a sick reference to A New Hope where he's like, oh, it's a lightsaber, a more civilized weapon. A uh, mm. more elegant weapon from a more civilized age. He doesn't like blasters. They're uncivilized, Connor. <laughs> right, good. Characters. <laughs> Once again, keep that to yourself, okay? <laughs> um, so I just have written here: the Chancellor is the Sith Lord? Question mark exclamation mark. What? What? So say what? Anakin finds out. You're not going to believe this. The guy who looks and sounds like Emperor Palpatine is Emperor Palpatine, the Chancellor. He just fucking tells Anakin that he is straight though. up, like. 
he, Anakin doesn't really figure it out. He's just like, here's this information. Do with it what you will. Yeah, and it's not even. It. He's just like, you know the, you know the set, you know them. I'm, I'm familiar. I'm the leader of them by. We've been looking for you. <laughs> yeah. Even Anakin's reaction is like completely understated. He's like, wait a minute. Hang you're on a minute. You're the Sith Lord. <laughs> you're saying you're the Sith Lord, but the Sith Lords are bad. <gasps> Wait, <laughs> you're bad. It all makes sense now. <laughs> and then he goes and tells on him. He, he tattle tales. He, he goes straight to Mace Window and he's like, the, the, the Chancellor, he's a Sith. <laughs> Mace is a big piece of shit in this as well, though, because he's like, if this is true, you will have earned my trust. And yeah. Anakin is like, I fought in a war for you. Yeah, but shut like, up. <laughs> Mace is like, you're a fucking idiot, right? You, I hate you. You'll never turn on us because we're perfect, but I fucking hate you, okay? You're a piece of shit, Skywalker. <laughs> what have you done lately? Save Obi-Wan? Fuck off. Right, Go so, die in a hole. <laughs> So, uh, Maze Windu shows up with three lads he found in a janitor closet, and he's like, yeah. "Here, here's boys. Here's some lightsabers. We're going to solve didn't, this." Didn't pass on the information to anyone uh, else. Didn't leave a note to say, "Oh, don't trust the chancellor." Mm. Didn't tell any of the politicians. Just decided, let's bring all of the witnesses to one room mm. and threaten the man. But the, the, the good thing about that is, we've seen multiple times in the movie that they can easily message each other through the holograms. Like, yes. within four seconds. And so it would take him maybe four seconds to maybe rig into Yoda and be like, look, we've just found this out. Obi-Wan, we've just found this out. Anakin just told us. You need to get back here. This is a pretty big deal. Yeah. Bring Anakin. Bring Anakin with you. Like, sure, why not? Include him. Like, let him kill Palpatine. So or, but Anakin's uh, a fucking idiot, Sean. You have to remember that from Mace Windu's point of but view. But Anakin is still by the code at this point. Because, yeah. like, the lads all attack Palpatine, so it's treason then. Then he does a big spinny flip, and he starts just killing Jedi. Ian McDermott, by the way, not committing to the fight scene whatsoever. Not at all. Not <laughs> he, at he all. He keeps, like, stabbing. It's a, it's a lot of stabbing motions, like, instead of sweeping. If you're directly in front of him, you're absolutely gone. If you're slightly <laughs> to the left or right... <laughs> You're, oh, lads. And, and all these lads away. are like, we're going to stand directly in front of them. We're just going to not move for a while. <laughs> we're going to hit him with the old razzle-dazzle, stand in front of him, see what he does. But, like, Mace Windu is the only one who can keep up because he channels the fucking dark side when he yeah. fights. Um, and he's, and because he's just so mean to Anakin, that pumps him up. He's, it's, he's, he's fueled. That. He's fueled <laughs> by calling Anakin a little fucking bitch boy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you did your miss- mission right you saved Obi-Wan last week and you landed that fucking plane from space you fucking bastard you cuck that's it <laughs> that's right you're a fucking disgrace <laughs> um, so he goes in he fights the Chancellor uh, or I'm going to just call him Palpatine now I think this it's out of the bag now Sean so we know he, he hasn't been um, elected emperor yet but no yeah he's basically he's it's Palpatine right um, and so he he's there they break through the window there's the moment where Mace Windu's like nah mate you're dead like you are I gotcha and yeah. Anakin comes in and once again I think this scene makes really perfect sense as it like the idea of the scene is really good uh, the delivery of the lines I mean it's George Lucas but the, the idea that Anakin comes in and he's like wait you're gonna kill him even yeah. and like he's like but that's he, not the Jedi way he needs to stand trial like that. Yeah. that's how we do things Mace Windu's like he's too dangerous to be left alive yeah. which is what Palpatine said about Dooku 
It's, it's, and you know what? That's pretty strong as kind of an idea. Comes back. That's, and Anakin's like, wait, so, but if the loot, if the Jedi aren't the good guys, like if we aren't perfect, then what the fuck are we? Because yeah. then he's like, okay, well, if we're not perfect, the only reason I was staying here was because this was the right side to be on. But he told me he could save my wife and you told me I can't even have a wife. So yeah. hang on. And I'll- and you've just both of you have made the same argument about killing someone so maybe you're not that different but one of you will let me save my wife one of you might give me a 10% chance of saving my wife an unborn child and I'm gonna take that and so once again perfect sense that that, that's why he would betray him what I'm not so big on is Anakin going all in immediately after Mace Windu falls out that window um yeah I like but I may like for Anakin, he's essentially killed like the second in command of the Jedi. Hmm. The entire Jedi. Like, I think he knows, okay, this is the end of this. There's no coming back from it. There's no coming back. Like I'm I either now lean into this or like I'll be put to de- I'll be I I'll be done for treason and I'll spend the rest of my life in jail and I can't save Padme. And at, yeah, when he's like, I, I commit completely to what we're doing and then Order 66 goes out and we had yeah. that great montage of all the Jedi just falling in different ways. <clears throat> and you have the moments where they're like, yeah, but even say the boot shot or like even the in the ships when they're flying and like the ones behind them just like slow down and then yeah. they just all open fire immediately. I like how Yoda senses it as well and he senses the guards walking up. And First he time he's fucking said anything in three movies, but well done, Yoda. <laughs> well, now the now now the dark side has revealed itself, so Yoda knows it's there. So he's like, Grant. It's, right, it's four yards behind. It's four, yeah, yeah. Hang on, <laughs> wait oh, a minute. <laughs> God, I'm good. <laughs> he's been shaking hands with fucking Palpatine for three movies. <laughs> yeah, like the course of like twenty five years or whatever it is. <laughs> It's so silly. Um, but yeah, he slices the heads off and he's like, he goes off with Chewbacca. Um, and there's the moment where he, when he says goodbye to Chewbacca and they have the Yoda team song kick in. Because the first time Classic. that little robot, or well, he's not a robot, he's CGI now, but he's showed any emotion whatsoever other than just don't do anything. Just do Yoda, not do anything. The whole fucking Galactic Empire falls to the dark side. And that's when Yoda starts feeling bad about things. Yeah. Like, you could actually sum him up in the previous three, three and a half, two and a half movies with just don't fucking do anything, don't feel anything. Yeah. Just do what I say and do what Mace Windu tells you and don't regret or feel anything good nor bad. You, like, Yoda could be, I fucked around and I found out, is his whole character arc in these movies. <laughs> oh, I did some war crimes. Oh, no. Oh, dear. No. Uh, speaking of war crimes, by the way. <laughs> um, so then we have um, a very iconic scene, shot because Anakin, mm. he's now committed to the, he's committed to the dark side. So he's like, right. How what's, committed though? Surely you can't be all in. There has to be. He's like to the Palpatine. What's the one thing I can do to show how committed how I am? Can prove it. What's the most reprehensible thing that I can do? Because <laughs> I like the idea of Obi Wan coming back now. Like there's still time. You're still. You can still come back from this. I didn't even like Mace Windu, man. He was a bit of a dick. But yeah, like, look, we've all killed grown adults. Okay. <laughs> we've all committed war crimes, but not like real big ones. 
No, like the general war crimes that we all commit. There isn't war itself a crime, Anakin. <laughs> but the younglings, Sean, they're still about. And I mean, I think once again, a really cool idea to be like, the city is like, well, we're going to kill the next generation. We're just going to kill all the Jedis. Because yeah. they're trying to turn on us. They're trying to turn on us first. Did you not see Mace Windu? He's trying to kill me. That's real bad. Yeah, the Jedi, yeah, they even announced it that they're like, oh, the Jedi were trying to seize power and all this. Make me your emperor and I look after you kind of a deal. But yeah, kill the next generation. Mm. Uh, And God help me, maybe I've just seen the movie too many times and I'm desensitized to it. But every time the kid is like, what are we going to do? And Anakin just sparks up the fucking lightsaber. <laughs> it's hilarious to me. I don't know why. That, that kid's, by the way, that kid's delivery, absolutely shit. A terrible yeah. piece of delivery. Master Skywalker. <laughs> so I was kind of rooting for Anakin at that stage. Just like, get him. <laughs> it does become harder to feel bad for Anakin, though, after he kills 18 children. It, yeah, it's and then when Padme's like, no, you're still good. I'm like, look, I, Natalie, he's, Natalie, he's too look, far gone at this stage. He's he's either look, he he's either going to become Darth Vader, or he's going to come back and literally rot in jail for the rest. You're either of his the guy life. that's killed thirteen kids, or you're the guy who hasn't killed thirteen kids. And I don't think there's anything in between. No, I would say even one kid. Like <laughs> too many kids. I don't think there's any ratio. Of kid killing that I would be okay with, personally. Kid Hitler. Can I raise Kid Hitler as my own? (laughs) Oh, no. Make him a Star Wars fan. (laughs) That'll really turn him around. This Palpatine guy's had some ideas. No! (laughs) Not again. Um, So, then you also have Jimmy Smith. He comes in. I just have all Jimmy Smith's appearances written down. Good. Um, I should hope so big shout out to Jimmy but he uh, shows up and the last youngling is there and he shows a bit of fight he's fighting he's fighting some clones off and then eventually he also That's gets shot George Lucas's kid is it? yeah it's his That's son a nice piece of trivia isn't it good? isn't yeah. it good now? I'm not um, all expanded universe nonsense <laughs> um, then we also have we move on to the big fight scene at the end Sean what we're all here for we go lava planet We've got Padme. She goes to see Anakin. She's yeah, like, she dude, what have you been up to? I have heard some shit. Because Obi-Wan and Yoda broke into the Jedi Council and they checked the camera and Hugh McGregor gave one of his worst performances of all time when he watches his brother kill a bunch of kids and then go, ah, that's terrible. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> and isn't it after, that, after he watches that, he goes to Padme. And that's yeah. when he's like, Anakin. That's when the scene of, oh, I know you and Anakin are married. Yes. That's when that happens, which would give it more, oh, I can't because believe they it, cut that, that scene. scene. The still in that scene is like, and I know it's Anakin's. And then he, he's already told her he's going to go kill Anakin for what he's done. Yeah. So he goes, I know that child is Anakin's. And then he just stops. He goes, I'm sorry. Or like, I'm sorry what, I'm go- I'm what I have to do now. Yeah, he's Um, he's fallen. He's too far gone. um, Yeah, so like he goes to tell her that like he was... But like that scene, Hugh McGregor, once again, excellent actor. But surely you would have more of a reaction if you've watched your best friend kill a bunch of kids and join the dark side. I think think we might... Like they might have not wanted to call too much attention to it because when you think about that for longer than the five seconds it's hinted at on screen, (laughs) it's entirely fucked. And like I like 
I don't care. I'll say it. Killing kids is irredeemable. <laughs> Even if there's three other films about a redemption arc for your character. Yeah. Once you realise that like Luke is looking at his dad and he his dad killed all those kids yeah. back in the day. He killed so many kids. Just Connor. too many. I would say one is too many, but he's killed loads of more than one. He's, kill- he's probably, look, let's be honest, he probably killed more after the, like, He's killed a classroom he full of kids. Yeah, he did that. And, like, Luke is like, oh, you get to go to Jedi heaven. No, you don't. <laughs> like, uh, it's not about where your heart is. It's about, no, you killed kids. And Obi-Wan watches his best friend kill all the kids on camera and goes, ah, j- ah Jesus, that's terrible. Uh, I, may, I may go have a chat with him. Yeah, he's it, he's very stressed. <laughs> but if Anakin or if Obi Wan like screamed and got sick on the floor and like tore his own hair out, that means that we never like Anakin again for the rest of the series ever. But we're not meant to fuck him. Like, who cares? no, he's the bad so, guy. We're not so meant to feel bad for him. We which want, is why the idea of prequels are fucked. Because <laughs> we want Obi Wan to like if if me and you, right? Yeah. Like, Go on, what, let's see where this is if, going. If one of us watches the other one kill a bunch of kids on camera, I think you would react like, "Fuck, I feel sick." That like, like, oh man, fuck, I Best knew friends. that man. And I, yeah. I, like we got on so well, and I just I would have backed him. I would have said he was innocent until I seen the video of and, him killing all of those kids. Anyway, are you free at half six to record? I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the cell at the minute. <laughs> they let you keep your blue yeti. It's your one officer. Item. Please, can I have my you blue yeti, please? <laughs> um, but so you have Owen McGregor uh, Ewan McGregor he reacts quite poorly George you probably should have done a second take on that what can you do go to the lava planet Natalie Portman's there she's like look Anakin I know you've done some fucked up things Obi-Wan's told me but you're a good person and Obi-Wan's like the Jedi Order are evil I've turned on them and we're going to be emperors we're going to rule over this he does escalate in terms of what he wants, so because because he starts off, he falls to the dark side because he's like, "Oh, I, I don't want my wife to die. I love my wife. I want to save yeah. my wife's life." Suddenly, it's I'm more powerful than the emperor. I yeah. can overthrow him, and I think that happens too quick. I think I think at this point he should still be on that. I did it to save your life. I I I'm able to do. I'm able to save your life now. Yeah, like, and that's even more tragic. Because yeah. as soon as you implement, like it, it, the galaxy conquering stuff should only come after he's lost everything. After so Obi Wan like, slices him up and all that shit, like that should yeah. be way after that. That should be way after that when he has to live with himself and he's like, right, the least I can, like, I now I'm just I'm just gonna get power now, yeah, so that no one can hurt me ever again. And Despite yeah, I, the fact I, I, that this is all my own making. And, but I think, yeah, that scene works even more so if he's like, I did it so, like, I'm so powerful now, like, I'm going to save your life. And then he starts choking her. And she's just like, Yeah. What you joined? And then he's going to realize himself, like, he's after joining this side to save her. And he's just ended up nearly killing her. And he's like, Wait, am I the bad guys? I'm, wait a minute. Like, yeah, like, I fully believe she doesn't die of a broken heart. Like, she he probably like crushed her windpipe probably didn't help the fact she was nine months pregnant like yeah. all of this stuff added up and it's all anakin's fault 
Um, so then the big fight scenes break out with Yoda meeting up with Palpatine and he's like there's the cool moment where Yoda walks in and fucks the two guys against the wall without yeah. even like, breaking stride um, and, they, so, and they're like the elite trained guards of yeah. like the Republic as well like and Yoda's just like fuck off I'm not dealing with you and so Yoda Yoda versus Palpatine Family Guy had that one joke years ago it was like why is Palpatine sitting at a desk why would he need a desk what's <laughs> oh, he doing yeah. at the desk what <laughs> like, paperwork does he have like, to do you're the emperor who cares <laughs> um, so he's, Yoda and him are having a fight and subsequent like at the same time, Anakin and Obi-Wan, this is the big showdown. We've been waiting three movies for Sean. It happens. What are your thoughts on this scene? I mean, it's so good, right? Like, if if this movie was entirely the space battle at the start and this at the end, I would be a happy, happy man, quite mm. honestly. Because dialogue aside, up until about when Anakin gets delimbed, uh, mm. Like the choreography, the sound, the set pieces. I don't care that it's all on a green screen. It looks fantastic. Uh, Do you care that it's like built like a video game? No, because the video game was class, Connor. If I may remind you. (laughs) Once again, you're going third party here. Shit. Shit. (laughs) Uh, No, like I think, I I don't think it's too video gamey. I think it's, it's a set piece. Which I get, like, the distinction is, is is fairly slim at the best of times. But mm. it's Anakin making... Ob- like, Obi-Wan is on the back foot this entire fight. And so Anakin is just progressing, progressing, progressing. And the end point is him becoming Darth Vader. So the more he's pushing Obi-Wan away, the closer he gets to becoming Darth Ooh, Vader. Good, good stuff. Um, it, but we've talked about my favourite scene in this fight scene like multiple times this is for years and years and years this is my favourite <laughs> actually yeah this is reference on the podcast like on the weekly nearly like, so, so often and it's just the bit when they're on the lava and Anakin, Obi-Wan's like Anakin the Emperor is so evil yeah. <laughs> and Anakin's like well not from my perspective from um, my point of view the Jedi are evil <laughs> I'd love if there's a cut and Obi-Wan is just like fuck it you know what <laughs> actually <laughs> and I just I just I'm trying to imagine George Lucas writing this and he's like best fight scene 20 minutes long it's gonna go off fucking lava everywhere need to write some dialogue okay what could these two who've been fighting for 15 minutes at this stage say to each other maybe that's it that they're oh, just wrecked from the they're fight just, oh, they're wrecked from fighting but it's now like, they need to go it. verbally how are they going to fight each other because um, hmm. imagine if we were like fighting for 15 minutes and then we had to have any bit of a discussion with each other it'd be like fucking like he like that's not right lad like you can't do you can't be doing that and Obi-Wan going like he's evil and him going no I and don't think so and then we get only a Sith deals in absolutes <laughs> yeah. and so then um, that is uh, that terrible scene aside uh, it keeps going and what about that bit where they clash lightsabers and the lava goes up oh and <laughs> you huh? had a big Star Wars nerd face on you <laughs> when you said that it's pretty cool though right it's pretty cool, the Fates huh? place um, look it's pretty good um, and then of course we get to but I had the higher ground um, what are your thoughts on higher ground Obi-Wan I'll be honest I never understood that yeah uh, it's on a slight gradient it's on a, yeah it's like and granted it's like the bank of a lava river that's more than I've ever jumped over yeah 
But I like I I I don't know. It felt like there was this thing that in the past Anakin had done that and succeeded. And Obi-Wan is like, don't try that again. Because no, I, I think, know what you're gonna do. But I think, and now this might be my Star Wars fandom, I think it's replicating Darth Maul Obi-Wan flip on Darth Maul. So I, see. I think he's told Anakin about that story and he's like don't try it because I know how to defend that move. Even I though like Dark that. didn't. I like that way more. Mm. Uh, and it's... It, it, and that brings up a whole other bunch of things about... Because that's how uh, Anakin came into Obi-Wan's care is the fight with Darth Maul. Yeah. Uh, granted, Obi-Wan just takes Anakin's legs and other arm uh, also I, I feel like Darth Maul should have survived that fight and just replaced um, and just been the sidekick for the all three movies I just absolutely think that would have been way easier but what he does is he goes down and falls in the hole and gets some spider legs and then later on gets some <laughs> robot legs uh, but once again he, stop Boba Fettig this Sean but in he, the three movies he but in Rebels, oh, he does he does indeed he does. but in, in Rebels he fights Obi-Wan and he tries to use the same move he used against Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan deflects it in an instant and kills Darth Maul immediately. It's so good. Uh, Do you think it would be really cool if you had the same scene but instead of Christopher Lee it's Maul on the ship at the start of this movie and you see the Emperor be like kill him. Kill him now. That would make more sense. And he's been in three movies. Like yeah, and like because there's no reason Maul couldn't lead like the separatists and things like that in Attack of the Clones. Just have him be a presence the whole way throughout. Even if Maul took the grievous role in this, like, yes, that would make a lot more sense in my opinion. And the Obi Wan and him are constantly fighting; like they're just rivals for the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, you give Obi Wan like a big bad. To, to just focus on and the whole time And then it's a completely different dynamic Where like Obi-Wan First time he faces him He's with his, he's with his dad basically And the second yeah. time He's got a kid with him So now he's yeah. the elder statesman Trying to defend the kid And then he's Then he's with his brother essentially Exactly On the ship at the start And then he faces him one on one yeah, I think that could be pretty cool. Um, look, that's just a, that's a small thing. We're not rewriting this all the way through. But um, he eventually slices them up. And the movie ends with Padme giving birth to the children. She dies yeah. of a broken heart. And um, then you have Darth Vader being created. Suit looks excellent. Scene looks, looks pretty so, cool. Scene looks pretty good. There is a bit in the audio where his heart stops. And then it starts beating again once the machine kicks in. It's very good. Also, really cool moment is the smoke when he takes his first breath and it slightly yeah. moves out. It's just a it's real small thing. Away. Like, really small details are so good and yet, like, the background can look like a blurry piece of shit. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. <laughs> There's a bit... Do you know when he comes up on the table and he's, like, tilting upwards and yeah. he breaks out of it? Did yeah. you notice the hand thing that happens? No. So originally, his hands were chained up, kind of by his ears on the table, and so when he come when he breaks out of it, he just moves him forward ever so slightly. But they thought that looked goofy when he was lying down, so they edited it so that his hands are down by his sides. And so, if you watch when he comes up on the table and breaks out, it's like two frames, 
and his hand goes from his side right up to his ear again. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a classic Mr. Lucas. He's like, oh, we want Change that the scene. the smallest of things. I, I, what I want is I want half of that first scene, but also half of the other scene to be shot 14 days later. And exactly. I want them put together. Um, the, did seeing burnt up Anakin fuck you up as a kid? Because I thought um, that was weird. I mean, it's it's pretty gruesome. It's PG-13, to be fair. I mean, there's a decapitated man and dead children already in this movie. That's true. And then they burn a man alive. And then they just put him in the suit with his burnt up clothes on. Yeah. They just left those out. on him. No, like, like, no need. Don't take them off. He'll be fine. He'll be grand. <laughs> He'll be grand. <laughs> He'll be grand. He'll be grand. Um, there's also the other theory that um, Palpatine takes the life force from Padme I heard gives this, it yeah. to Anakin to revive him. Which would make sense. Because he can do it the other way around. Because he has that power, I suppose. Yeah, because he can manipulate life. Uh, it's a secret the Jedi wouldn't tell you. We've all heard the tragedy of Darth <laughs> Have you Plagueis ever heard the this, Weiss. The t- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're on the same page there. <laughs> but uh, I don't, like, the, the the rest of this then is just kind of, it's nearly like a teaser for A New Hope. It's all and it's just done in about five minutes, yeah. Like, they named the kids Luke and Leia. Um, I do like the weird little council they have going, which is Yoda, Obi-Wan, and Jimmy Schmitz just what around Jimmy the there? table. Jimmy's just there. Why is Jimmy there? <laughs> it's because Leia needed to be a princess? Also, but she's, um, where is that? Where, where are they having that meeting? Where's that going on? Yeah. I think, actually, that's... I think I do know this. This is the ship... That's Jimmy Schmitz's uh, ship. It's the Jimmy ships. And it <laughs> that's the one that Leia is on at the start of A New Hope. Because that's the first, that's the only set in the whole fucking movie, I think. Looks great. Because Looks it's great, the old set. It? They just brought back in. Brought and just like cleaned it up a little bit. Yeah. And so like, I mean, I th- I think that does make sense. I suppose they get away on Jimmy's ship, so I mean, then they're like, okay, well, he's part of the meeting because it'd be rude if we just had a meeting without him and it's his shit. Jimmy, can we have a few minutes, please? <laughs> so they're like, right, we'll give him a kid for the flyaway. <laughs> yeah, which one do you want? Which kid is going to be raised in the lap of luxury? <laughs> which one's going to be raised in the desert? <laughs> <laughs> oh, put the lad in the desert. Oh, he'll hate that. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I think the whole ending is set up and then you just have... Um, I don't know how I feel about it, just in terms of her becoming royalty that you give the kid. But I like the idea of giving him to his relations because the last place Vader would go or Anakin will go is back to Tatooine. Yeah, like that's, I do, uh, yeah, he would not, and he certainly wouldn't go back to his old house because Anakin Skywalker is dead, essentially. Yeah. And he doesn't want to live through that. Um, like, I think it might also be due to the fact that Obi-Wan has to go into exile. Like, he has to hide now. Because he, him and Yoda are like the last Jedi, as far as they know. Not the yeah. last Jedi, that's another film. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole other bag of worms. So it kind of works that, like, Ob- the person who's... The Jedi who was closest to Anakin would hide in the least likely place for him to look. And also look after this kid who mm. the Jedi Order completely has failed. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah, the, the movie ends, and um, that brings an end to the prequels, Sean. Um, I mean, you love this movie, I can tell. I do. Um, I really enjoy this movie. Like, for all of its faults, I still think it's a great time. 
I, I, you know what? I think it's the most fun time of of all three of them by a good Re- margin. Which would you rather watch, this or Rogue One? Mm, Rogue One gets a lot of hate. I, I do like I, Rogue One. Does have hallway scene though? Does have um, hallway scene, doesn't it? Uh, it does have hallway scene, but I would have to see Mister Luna, and he's very boring. Um, Man, you you really hate Diego Luna in that movie. Like so boring, and he's, he's getting fine. Series. He's fine. Yeah, he's, look, he's fine. Exactly, he's fine. most of Star Wars is fine. Um, hmm. I would say I would watch Rogue One. Okay. Follow up question: Would okay. you rather watch this or Solo? Oh, hmm. Because this one at least has a vision. I suppose this one, because yeah, it, it does have some half decent scenes. Um, what would you rather watch, this or episode eight? I think this. I I, I think this. I think eight. And I, I I don't mind episode eight that much even, but I think no. I would rather watch it. I would have a more of a nostalgic fun time. So you, yeah, you have nostalgia sit. going into this. Yeah, so I'm, I'm coming thing. into it just like okay, I've seen this movie. I would watch it the same way I watched it today is that I would watch it and have Wikipedia open beside me as I'm watching it <laughs> and just be like, oh, what's that about? <laughs> I did, yeah, look, I think it has, uh, it does have a lot of positives. I think we were shitting on the other two. I, and I feel like I, as I came into this, not with, with no nostalgia, really, um, what I would say is it does have a lot of positives, has a lot of really cool ideas, great yeah. sound design, great music. It's got all that stuff. I do think there are some quite big flaws in it, but it's like, I think it's because we got served like two shit sandwiches in a row that now we have like a crayon sandwich and we're like, well, it's better than shit. There's <laughs> there's more in it, definitely. <laughs> like it's, it's edible this time. Yeah, yeah t- again, or technically edible. <laughs> technically, is how we'll like this I might film. be sick, but I'll be less sick than I have been. Do you know what I want? Is I want to get Connor Martin on to talk about the original trilogy. Oh, good. I think that would be fascinating Just, to see how much he loves them. Um, I, you know, I think he prefers the, like this what movie. I think it's similar. That's to even more fascinating. Yeah. To me, then. <laughs> I look. I know he loves the prequels, but like it is Star Wars Connor as we call him. So like, which is not me. <laughs> That is what his parents baptised him as. That is what they baptised him as. So I suppose we should get him in to cover that. Um, Just as like one of the patrons. Just like. Yeah. Just come on in. Everyone everyone gets a turn. I'm still working on my series where we review National Treasure Week on Week when that comes out. Um, Actually, we've had several people say that they'll review it with you, including Watkins. Class, bring them all on. That'll be brilliant. <laughs> I'm not enjoying in on that recording session. You have to. You have to, Connor. I'm taking we need the evening to, off. No, we need to tell you how good it is. We need to tell you you're wrong. And I haven't seen it, and you're just telling me scene by scene. So Riley comes happens. in at this point. <laughs> so, Sean, I think that brings an end to our review of Star Wars Revenge of the Sith. Do you have a Weetabix rating? I would give this one. Do you know what I'd give it, actually, is I'd give it a bowl of Weetabix, but it comes with a little lightsaber toy. Because that's what you used to get back in the day. Um, And then it was like, oh, I have to get rid of this. I would give you a bowl of Weetabix, but there's just little bits of shit just sprinkled around. No, Weetabix, but sour milk. So there's something good in here. It's just just surrounded by some bad stuff. And is the milk like properly sour or is it like on no, the turn? No, it's just good. Just, it's just oh. on the turn. 
oh no oh you'd still power through but god you wouldn't feel great about it because the last two I've had they've been sour they're just sour the whole way through this one it's just on the turn why do we keep buying so much milk and just leaving it out months I leave it there for months I'm working on me cheese factory (laughs) Sean do you want to take us out yeah thanks everyone for listening to this episode of The Lazarus Pit we're doing kind of a new thing where we're more just chatting about the film and how we felt about it rather than going scene by scene by scene by scene because if we did we would have to subject you to all kinds of terrible dialogue so let us know what you think of that let us know if there's any films in the future that you want us to take a look at and look they can be comic book they can be nerdy they can just be films as well if there's a film you want us to talk about we'll add it to the half it'll come out eventually Shawshank Redemption uh, Andy Dufresne all the rest of it. Schindler's uh, List. You've tuned in to next month. You guys should do a humorous take on Schindler's List. Oh, Tough no. to get that. Just put it back in the hat without saying anything. Marley and me. Now, let's get into this. I'm not allowed to watch that. Apparently, it's too happy at the end. Uh, the dog is too alive. That's it. Oh, no, Connor. Um, but, uh, no, we look. Thank you for the continued support on the Patreon. We do say it a lot, but it's because we mean it a lot. Um, Like, you really make the show what it is, and we couldn't do it without all of you. So give yourselves a pat on the back. And other than that... And happy May 4th. Happy May 4th, or whenever you you listen to this, Mm, if you celebrate it. Exactly. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Rollin. I've been Sean Liam. I shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye. 
Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.